Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. Oh, what, up? Oh, what, what, what up? It's Todd? Wait. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, quiet, What's new Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Obert. <laughs> also here. Shit. Well, thank you. Thank you, Todd, for being here. You're welcome. I have to say, Chris did put me up to that. I did. I did. did. It didn't go. It didn't go quite as I anticipated. But it I, was, I was still scared. pretty good. It was still I was a little scared. Good. You were scared. Listen, we were you guys just, just shouted. I'm done. We were just talking about asserting dominance, and right out of the gate, OG Tud. I don't know. Flexed on fools. Uh, we'll we'll see how we'll see how it plays back on the main recording. You know. Well, welcome Kiwi Kadota, aka New Tud, back to the show. Thank you. I'm very happy to be back here. This is the first time I think since we I first came on that it's all uh, four of us again. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, we were I'm we were not... talking about it. It's been seven months. What? Is that no, how... it has Damn. no way. It's a lot of episodes. Is that how is that how life works? That's odd. That's crazy. <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, well, there you go. There you go. We're shocked. Shocked. <laughs> Shock and awe. Seven months for the return of the Battle of the Tuds. I honestly don't think I've seen Tud since that one. It's it's been either you, uh, Chris, and me and Obert, or just Chris and I. I think that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You had this the surprise episode where you and Jordan <laughs> filled in for for us. That's where you became new yeah. Tud, new Tud, and new Obert. It was pretty fun. It was it was so, a good time. That was a good time. But uh, but how you been? How's things been now that you have all of us to you know catch everybody else up? You've seen me a ton. I have seen you a ton. <laughs> Uh, things have been good. I um, was just talking about how tomorrow I am flying back to my brewery for the first time. Ooh. And I'm going to see my, my whole brewery because I, I live about seven and a half hours away. And during COVID, obviously, we've tried to go and all come back for meetings and stuff. But, you know, rates and everything. I did. OK, let's just stay home instead. So this is my first time. We've had obviously still the meetings, unfortunately. But this is my first time having them in person. And it's going to be crazy just because it's so many things have changed since I've last been there. So I'm, I'm really excited. I'm a little bit nervous and I shouldn't be, but I, I am just a little nervous to go back, but I'm sure there's gonna be some really, really good exclusive beers that never come my way that I'm excited to try. I was gonna ask That's about exciting. that. Like what, what, what do they usually brew that you don't get, but like you get to try there? And, and one more question, when you're doing these virtual meetings, do they send you beer that you get to like drink while you're in these meetings so you can like talk about the beer that you're meeting about? Yes. Um, sometimes they're not great at getting them there on time and I have them <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> but they do, they really, well, we have, we've had to learn, obviously, with the pandemic. We never, they never really sent, um, and that, that was on them being behind the times on that, sending the beers out for us before they would launch or something like that. Usually we would be able to get there and just have it in person. So it was fine. Uh, so they've been learning how to do it, but they haven't been great at, getting things um sorry that's my dog getting things <laughs> on time uh so we would have the beers though when they would come um yeah it's pretty fun they'll they just send it to us even without the meetings they'll be like oh we'll have the meeting beforehand and learn about it and then get the beer sent to us which is pretty cool um with the can shortage it's been only bottles being shipped to me so it's not for some reason it doesn't feel as exciting to me because i'm like oh this new beer that's in a bottle i'm so excited about this <laughs> anyone else I, like, I didn't know there was a can shortage out there oh there's been since covid started we we still it's still affecting us today 
And when we it first started, everyone's like, oh my God, there's no cans. Uh, there's not gonna be any cans until 2022, basically. And I was like, no, no way. Like maybe a couple months, but no, like I still, any of our, we've, our, our flagship brands are all, that's the only things that go in cans. Like any new beer we've released, like hype beers from us have been in bottles and it's huh. horrible. Where and we have priority. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean with, with production and everything just you know how things just went chaotic with covid and jobs left and right were gone because just no one knew like what they had to do or who they had to retain uh yeah, people holding I, on I'm, I'm, i blame that damn 10 cent deposit that's the problem <laughs> you get 10 cents i get five that's cute well that's the thing too is like i don't know like i mean we it's it's with it's a contract with uh uh bell like the canning company bell and like we have a higher contract and we lucked out getting most of our orders filled a lot of people couldn't even do that because they were smaller breweries and it, it's just insane so i mean yeah there's been a can shortage it's, for sure that, that's just amazing to me because you know obviously i can understand if it was something that like we imported cans but we make them here because a lot of cans weigh a lot and it's not really economical to put on a, a ship and ship it across the sea so to learn that, sink right to learn that it's there's a shortage of something that's made here is very strange. Huh. Who knew? Yeah, I mean, I think it really affects now at this point. It more so affects the larger breweries at like a smaller scale brewery. Like if you're going to your local place, you can get the growlers. You can get you can get the big boy cans. Like they're those are fine, but they would not be able to grow and fulfill orders for larger areas at a larger extent. Like we do almost five hundred thousand barrels a year at my brewery. Um, so it's a lot, it's a lot of cans and we just can't fill that at our level. So a lot of our production has been shifted to only our flagship brands that are our year round stuff. They get first dibs at the cans. Cause we have a lot of different package sizes to do. Like we don't just do, you know, a four, a four pack of 16 ounce cans. We do four packs. We do six packs. We do 12 packs. We do, we do all these different varieties of cans and self just for one brand. And we have a bunch of core brands. So it's not just like one thing for a smaller brewery. So that really affects us. So all of our fun, exciting new craft beer comes in bottles, and I absolutely hate it. It just doesn't feel as special to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just like a stigma at this point in craft beer, but like you just want that can, you know? Uh, I love bottles. I was I was super pumped that you were saying that you got bottles because I was like, that's that's really cool. Like I never get a beer in a bottle anymore. Yeah, but, I don't know. I I feel mm. like I I I, kind of, I think I'm on Kiwi's Kiwi's team. Team New Ted. Um, team sorry, New Ted. Ted. It's it's one one nothing New Ted right now because. Uh, <laughs> Um, like if, if you think about it, you're walking inside your craft beer cellar or whatever it may be. And like, I don't look at the bottles because what, you're going to put this little label on there and all this stuff. It's like, no, I want the can with all the can art and all that stuff. Like, you know, it's just, it's a better presentation for the beer. So, um, hashtag bring back the cans. I think that's so do you, so what we So do you buy beer start. based on can art then and not based on like what it is? Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. You've never, it's a, you've it's never, a big part. You've never bought a beer because you were like, oh, this is kind of a neat looking label. Or I mean, whatever. I've, neat looking label, but I have to like look at the beer and also say, oh, yeah, I would drink this. I mean, I'm not going to buy a shitty beer because it's got a really cool label. Well, here's the well, thing. Sometimes is, it just catches your eye. Yeah, you know? that label gets you to the next step, which is picking up the can and reading it. That's that's half the battle. Mm. Uh, yeah. We, we pay people a lot of money just to do that and come up with the one local design to even just get you to pick that can up and read it. Because like if it's especially if it's a new product, how are you going to know? If, it's got to get I, you somewhere. If I owned a, be- a brewery, the label would just be white with black lettering and it would say beer. And underneath it would say like New England IPA, beer. There's beer, literally a brewery stout. that does that. 
there's legitimately is it pub no they make pub pub beer who is it golden road no Mm. I don't know, there's but I like, beer, I like the marketing idea. No, they literally have a. It's a white. It's a white can, and it literally says beer. And I'm gonna lose my mind if I don't remember who this is. So, Ted, you're saying that that's a beer that you would pick up and buy just based on the label? <laughs> no, I was saying that if I was a brewery, I would not spend all the money on the cool labels. I would just be like, "Here is beer in this can. Drink it and see if you like it. If not, and then put like a little like middle finger emoji." Well, it's a very the other day. I don't, know, I don't know how you looked that up on Untapped. That's too long of a, <laughs> true. Of a, of a beer name. I looked it up. It's Ten Barrel. Ten, ten barrel. barrel. Okay, I have heard of them. Are yes. all okay. their are all their labels just beer, or is it one beer that's beer? No, I we have we have Ten that. Barrel here, and and there's uh, a lot of different. They're they're they do have a very like simple text on a very normally like like one or two color background, but. I do know the, the beer you're talking about, where it's just like their lager, I think. Yeah, it just like says beer. Yeah. Just says like beer. It. Yeah, but I was at the store the other day. We got a, a fresh shipment in. Well, I thought it was fresh from uh, one of my favorite breweries, Imagination. And I went over. They had like 100 of this beer on, um, on a shelf. I went up there and wanted to check the date it was brewed because I'm like, you know, looking for some fresh IPAs. Every single can, the people at the store had then put the the sticker over the date that the can on date. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" This is the one piece of information I want on this can, and I can't find it. Mm. So I was just so annoyed. I bought them anyway. I got home and like had to like scrape off. It was canned ten twenty five. I should be drinking that tonight because it's you know. Brand new, brand fresh beer. Wow. <laughs> wow, I was really thinking it was going to be old beer. I thought I that's know. where you're going because that's a tactic. Yeah, that is a tactic now, some stores will go to. I yeah, I I knew I follow the brewery's Instagram pretty well, and they don't really release beers more than once. So I knew mm-hmm. that it was a a new release, but I just wanted to make sure, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah, I've seen that the stickers going over code dates to hide them going out of code. I've also seen people use um, like a Clorox wipe and they just wipe the print. Just so slightly where it's smudged, and you don't actually know what the date. Wow. Yeah. People go to I've never done it, but crap beer. <laughs> yeah. It's not the Apparently. breweries. It's the it's the um like the sea stores, the like shops the gas stations. Things, yeah. bo- not the even the bottle shops. Yeah. It's usually like if you get yeah. it at like a supermarket uh, okay. or a gas station. Some people are a little shady. Not all. Some. Some. It's like, you heard it okay. here first. Every grocery store is uh, <laughs> no. bad, bad people. Don't buy your beer at grocery stores or gas yeah. stations. Tell them Kiwi told you so. <laughs> they only hire yeah. bad people. <laughs> they're, they're terrible, awful human beings. Um, oh, that being boy. said, <laughs> all, of, all of this grocery slander is making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Whoops! <laughs> oh man! Now so, usually I would I play I would play something here, but Obert yelled at me and said I have to play it later on when somebody's pouring their beer and drinking it. So who's going first? Well, I, I mean, think we let New Tut go as as the honored guest. Yes, way. also asserting dominance in Battle of the Tuds. I get to go first. I'm yes. already, good. I I'm like already that. drinking a beer. <laughs> dominance so reasserted. I had I had a beer. I literally just had to clean my glass out to put a new beer in. So mm, we're tied there. Well, actually, oh, yeah. I mean, I well, see some beer, left my beard in is old nicer. Tud's glass. So, <laughs> so I think new Tud's still winning. Point two. 
<laughs> Point two. I'm waiting for the sound. No, you've got to drink first. To... Nope. you got to talk oh, about your I thought it was. Oh, yeah. I thought it was. So, Obert would like me to play music while you are taking your sip of beer. After you've talked oh, okay. about what it is. Oh, and right. What yes. it smells like and all that stuff. <laughs> so, this is what we I wait for. I just opened it. I just opened it. Wow. Okay. Um, Moops. Well, I... <laughs> Did you say Moops? Sophie, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking Melon Head Sour Ale. Um, so this is from Three Heads. Uh, so this is, it looks like it's just a, a watermelon sour. Uh, sour Ale brewed with watermelon. Oh, there it is right there. That's what they say. And it is 5% ABV. So um, I just poured it. It really smells like juicy fruit off, not juicy fruit, juicy, what's the Jolly Rancher? <laughs> That's the word. It really smells like a Jolly Rancher off the nose. Like this smells like straight Which candy. Color Jolly Rancher. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the pink one. Ooh, the pink okay. one. It smells like watermelon. It really smells like watermelon. Fake watermelon. Like, yeah. It's a really. It smells cool like absolute candy. Too. The color is really, really nice. Um, you mm. can see a ton of carbonation in here, which I like. Uh, little hazy, slightly. No, no head. Well, I, I do Gross. have to point out that three three head Drain brewing pork. company. Their beer has no head. Uh. They have a melon head. No, no. On the beer. Isn't it called Three Head Brewing Company? Or Three Heads? Yeah. But their beer has their beer has no head. I just find that ironic. Oh, I thought I thought you were saying they have no head. I'm like, no, they have three. There's three of them. <laughs> Four if you got the melon. <laughs> Four if you got the melon. I was so lost. I'm just like, there's a lot of head here. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kiwi, can you describe for our listeners the color? Yeah, I give it probably um, a little bit more on the orange side than yellow. Like pretty decently orange, very uh, I, radiant. Is that a good word to use? Is it radiant orange? Yeah, mm. but yeah, no head, no yeah, head. That's a good call. That's a good word to use. I think. I don't, I don't. I mean, it's not like I was expecting or... it to be like pink. You know, like uh, the warhead watermelon beer that I had that was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, which makes me think um, there's um this is like an additive watermelon flavoring and not actual watermelon. Uh, which, yeah. you know, because it, it really smells like the candy, which makes me think it's definitely just an additive instead of having the actual thing in there. But it's either going to be really good or <laughs> I'll take my I'll take my sip now. <laughs> it's beer 30 and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long. So maybe something cold won't hurt me because it's beer 30 and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Wow, this um, this is actually just a Jolly Rancher. This is liquid, <laughs> alcoholic Jolly Rancher. Ooh, um, this is really great. But I can just—I know I would never order this at a bar because I would have the worst breath of my life after with the caulking I'm having. <laughs> it is—it sits, it sits heavily on your tongue. But that doesn't mean this is really enjoyable for right now. That's after two sips, though. This could get worse. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> right now the sip is so, great it doesn't leave you with jolly rancher breath it leaves you with bad breath maybe i would have jolly rancher breath but you know when like you just know your tongue isn't clean and therefore you don't feel clean Ugh. that's how i would yes. feel like i wouldn't I want exactly to talk what you're talking about i wouldn't want to talk to someone after like i feel like i would have a white tongue talking to someone after finishing mm, this beer yeah. we'll find out we'll find out but that's... it's um it's really tart off the bat it is but the tongue is not good at the end that's that artificial right. flavoring that we were talking about. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's also an advantage of drinking alone with friends, so you can have all the bad <laughs> breath you want. Your microphone doesn't care. Oh yeah, 
No, it's great. I mean, it, it's got a nice tartness at the beginning. Um, you really, really get that watermelon coming through. The finish is a little odd. It kind of falls down for me a bit. Um, that's when you really just start getting that like not so great aftertaste. You really feel it on your tongue. And like, I don't enjoy that in a beer. Um, like even just breathing in, like I could just feel the res res residual, I don't know, artificial everything sitting around. But the, the beginning tastes are great. I don't know. Well, I, the more I drink this beer, I've had a couple more sips and I'm like, that was good. But and then the, the after effect is just not there for me. Yeah, first first sips are great. The beginning of it, when it's sitting in your mouth, it's really great. But when you're swallowing and like just letting letting whatever happens afterwards happen, like it, it gives me just these off vibes and mm. I feel more on my tongue and I'm like, oh, this is, this is, mm, we'll see. We'll see so how we... It, good on a flight board, not great in a can. Yes. Great for a couple ounces, but you don't want to finish a whole can. I, d I don't think I'm going to want to. I'm going to finish this whole beer, but <laughs> I'm very glad I'm doing this at home. Because, I mean, I don't even think like I'd want to have any food after, like, the way my mouth feels with this. Like, uh, I just, I would, like, want to go home and brush my teeth. <laughs> you don't get that often from a beer, but it happens sometimes. First ever teeth brushing on the pod. Tune in later. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just some ASMR we're going to add on at the, the end. Pod. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would really mm. gross some people out. Well, you know, we've gotten some comments from people who don't like the like mouth sounds. You yeah, know, I try and edit those out for for some of our fans. Yeah. but I don't know how people would react to teeth brushing on the podcast. It, that is that is one thing that absolutely grosses me out is when I I hear somebody else brushing their teeth. I don't know what it is I, about really? the sound, but it it just makes it makes my skin crawl. Really, yeah, I'll, I'll say for like the longest time, I was a very private tooth brusher. Like I, I don't not I get grossed out like brushing yeah. my teeth around people. I'm like, yeah. What if your spittle goes everywhere and my you know, it's just weird. I don't know. Don't like it. But now you have children whose now spittle does yeah. go everywhere. Right, so. exactly. I literally got I've gotten that's all out the window many times. So <laughs> that's uh that's my life now. Not as, not as glorious as it sounds. <laughs> Yeah, but. I I I can't say I've ever had any problems with toothbrushing. I mean, maybe I'm gonna think more about it now that we're talking about it this way. I've never really had a problem. You know what? Roommates I, and stuff brushing their teeth. You know what I think it, it does it even more for me too is like you know when you're brushing your teeth at a certain point you have to spit, and that whole action like if I'm in if I'm in the bathroom with my wife and she's brushing her teeth, I will literally like like gag and like have to like leave the room. I'll be like, and I'll just like walk away. It grosses me out so much. Interesting. Fun new Tud facts or old new old, facts about old Tud. Old, <laughs> old Tud new fact. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I'd personally give this beer a high rating. Um. I think I'd give it a three. It, it's it fools you off the first sip. You're you get really excited, but the, the more you spend some time with this beer, the less you want to be actually mm -hmm. in the same room as it. The, the beer's a bad. <laughs> the beer's a bad person. We gotta get away from it. It's just really toxic, you know. I think, we, yeah. I think we've grown uh -huh. apart. <laughs> but yeah, I think I would personally give this a three on my Untapped. Okay. Um, I don't know how Untapped would feel about it though, because well, if you had it in a flight, you'd probably be fine with it. Can you remind you know? me of the so, beer name one more time? Melon Head from Three Heads. I so. I've never heard of this Three Heads. Are they? Do they have any hot pipe? Are they a popular brewery by you? Um, yeah, they're pretty decent for um, upstate New York. They're out of, I want to say Rochester, I believe. I could double check, but I'm pretty sure they're from Rochester, New York. They are. Yeah. Um, and they have some pretty decent IPAs that I really like. I haven't had a ton of their sours. Um, I won't lie. 
I I drank an extra beer that I meant to drink on the stream or on the, on the podcast with you guys. And now my entire beer is filled with only Bill's beers. They're all they're all like local breweries that made a, like a specific Bill's beer. However, they're all lagers. And I was like, that's not really exciting. <laughs> Every <laughs> single one is a lager. I was like, I can't open one of those. And this is one of the other ones I had. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to go for the podcast, but we can try it out. But yeah, I don't think. It really upsets me that a it. fan base that's known for jumping through tables that their their Bill's beer would be a straight up lager. Like I want something a little bit more exciting if you're going to be known for jumping through tables. Uh, one is um, a Hef, I believe, a Hef invited, I believe. But yeah, the rest are all all lagers. I mean, they're up lager pilsners. Like you, you got it because they want you to buy a bunch of them, right? Like that's to bring to the games and tailgate. And the way to do that is with a good crispy boy, you know. True. There, uh, there is right. a can I sent to Chris, and it has um people, little people like breaking through the tables on the can. It's very cute. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was actually that was a solid beer. Um, it was something Pills about Mafia. Pills Mafia. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, that's a there's good a name. bunch of. I like yeah, there's a was. bunch of. I have eight cans with all different Bill slogans back here. They're amazing. There's, <laughs> sorry, there is one stout too. There's um the there's a makes me want a stout. There is um, Circle the Wagons. There is Hey, Heffenweizen. <laughs> <laughs> there's a Let's Go Pills. Uh, oh, I got to take my mic with me. There's a, there's a Poncho Billa one, Just but that one's just more so uh, for the Ultimate Bills fan that died from cancer. That one goes to like Cancer uh, Foundation. And I can't read the rest from here because I need my classes and I don't get that till next week. But it's very exciting. There's like a, I, I've been collecting them. It's been I, really I like fun. It. I have eight of them so far. I like that there's a theme, and it's the Bills. Do you have any does any uh, NFL team towns do that in your areas, or uh, just, just I've the never super heard cool of this Bills. before. Is that all different breweries for the most part? All different, all different local breweries. I could take a picture after. Yeah, that's be, pretty cool. cool. There's two I'm missing, uh -oh. and I need to get them. It's because I drank them, <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and then I was like, wait, I should take a picture with all of them, so I have to go rebuy them. <laughs> there's only there's only one other person on this podcast who lives like near an nfl team i mean i live in connecticut so we get the patriots but we don't get a lot of patriot themed beers in connecticut so chris True. it would only be you no and uh, and like there's not a lot of panthers stuff that i see i mean i don't know i just feel like the bills are just one of those fan bases that you know they haven't never won anything ever so they're like just yeah okay we're gonna throw people through tables or whatever the, so the yeah, bills have that like cult following good. up there yeah yeah for some reason they're like it's cold most of the year might as well watch the bills <laughs> well our, the thing was was the games were always really poop but the tailgates made it so fun and it just became this like crazy culture in buffalo and then when we got good uh it, it kind of just blew up with like people paying attention and being like oh my god like what, what 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 are these people doing they're going through tables it really was from barstool barstool is the one that kind of like shined a spotlight on our culture <laughs> the bills mafia and it's because it always happened it always that was always going on however the more people that saw it the more people were like well like i want to do that and like make it a bar stool so the more people started doing it and then it was kind of like just out of control and now it's a whole different level of what we were doing beforehand and now we're <laughs> actually a good team so now it's like well like what that what the heck happens and like it's just it's like out of control minus oh god like minus last sunday that was terrible but but so you have to explain to me what this whole table thing is all about it's a it's a rite of passage 
it just like I can't explain a Bill's tailgate like the energy that we need to produce in the winter time to stay warm because you get there at seven in the morning you're open beers it's like 30 degrees outside there's snow I have a video of me like trekking over six inches of thick ice trying to make it to my friends in a Bill's one day's onesie and a bison's hat two beers in my hands and just like that's just that's what you do you just have to keep drinking and stay warm because it's to make it to the game like and not be frozen cold so like what you're doing is you're just energy like crazy energy like you're playing games you're, you're everyone's oh go bills go bills like you're just screaming at your neighbors next to you just having a good time blasting music grilling hot dogs and one of the things was just like i don't know like let's just like someone's like really excited and let's let, let's pump up like let's get ready and like you gather like a crowd around and like just throw someone through a table it's what you do and yeah. then like everyone's like yeah and then like you're not you're not cold like you're literally right. just not cold when this is happening because you're just you're on too a stretcher excited going to the hospital in a, in a warm ambulance no. <laughs> no it's just it's just you're just like i don't know like you know when when hockey teams like they want to draw a penalty and like have a fight to like bring the crowd up and going that's going through a table for a tailgate like it's so fucking cold let's go through a table let's hype up let's get ready let's get the energy going that's I, what it that's that's our it makes sense I think kind it of. makes sense. No. I think I think a lot of it, you know, at least from what I've gathered is, you know, the you guys out there, you know, and I know that we're kind of at the same similar elevation points, but you guys out there are more of a hockey people and hockey people be crazy. And <laughs> when you give hockey fans an NFL team, then they become crazy NFL fans, hence jumping through fucking tables. <laughs> yeah sure i mean buffalo is definitely a hockey town it's insane like how much of a hockey town it is or how terrible the sabers are <laughs> <laughs> like was there a point at one point where they were really good like is, the, yeah is that, the, oh, okay. the bills yeah the bills are the best team in the 1990s no 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 the sabers the sabers, sabers oh. yeah sabers okay yeah sabers 90s uh 90s and like a hot minute in like 2004 to 2008 okay. maybe <laughs> They had one season where they got moderately far in the playoffs. It, it was like it was maybe awesome. I would, I'd say like maybe if I had it off the top of my head, right? Think of the era. I think it was like between like 2003 to 2004 to like 2008, 2009, and then they kind of just like started falling off again. Hmm. And now they're just at, they're just you can hear a pin drop in that stadium, which is hilarious because like I always tell people I'm like I yeah I'm a Sabres fan, but like I just can't watch them anymore. I fall asleep at the games. It's quiet. Really it's good. so weird. You wouldn't expect it from like Buffalo, but you can hear a pin drop in that stadium. All you hear but, is just like the little sliding over the ice and some pucks, and then you just hear, oh, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> just over thousands and over. Of being disappointed over. That's all you hear. <laughs> three 20 minute periods. Really well, fun. I think there's one question before we move on. Have you gone through a table? Like, we have to know. I have not gone through a table yet. I oh, have okay, told my Twitch stream. I've told them if the Bills make the Super Bowl, I, I don't care if they win. If they make the Super Bowl, I will live stream myself going through a table. Okay, well, there we go. Well, we all know that they're really good at making the Super Bowl. So luckily you just bet on them making it to the Super Bowl, not actually winning the game. We haven't been to the Super Bowl in a very long time. This, so no, it's probably no, going to happen I'm, at some point. But What, what I'm saying but is... But when that, you do, you make four of them. <laughs> right. yeah. I hope so. That's why Scott, I said you guys yeah. were the best team in the 90s. Like who makes four Super Bowls in a row. I mean, you know, I mean, granted, it's one game that you have to win, but the Bills arguably are the best team from the 1990s. You just Oh yeah. Nobody makes it for four years in a row. It just doesn't happen. And just lose them all. Love it. Yeah, I was <laughs> love say, to see the it. Cowboys win 3 in the 90s. Like, yes, and no, and I will say that they, that the Bills are probably better. I mean, to make the Super Bowl they four, beat, Did they beat the Bills in the 90s? 
twice. <laughs> but I, 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 they were the best team. I, I mean, that's I'll argue with anybody about that. I don't They're know. If you're the, the Colts, I'm pretty good. <sighs> I feel like I've derailed this conversation. I apologize, beer enthusiasts that don't care so, about sports. It's a, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> what so do you at, think uh, on tap rate of this beer? Out of 555 chickens. Well, so so hang on. So, so hang on. So there's two there's two beers. One is the 2021 version, and one is the the normal version. So per We're doing this again. So, oh God! So per regulation, you have to choose. Do you want to choose? Do you want to vote on the 2021 version or the normal version? Well, you gotta tell us how many check-ins are in each. So there's 555 of the normal of the 20. 20- what? And there's there's a yearly version too. Of the year. Get out of here with this. It's only 2021 that has a yearly version, and there's 40 check-ins. And no, it's melon head sour ale. This yeah. is nonsense. Yeah. I feel like it's the, the normal. I don't even think we can. I can do forty. I thought it had to be fifty plus. They no, it can. It's just it's oh it's 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 much harder. Oh, I thought I thought you get disqualified for your point. Also, fun fact: this can has a uh, message on the bottom of it. It says canned, and I'm a little um. So it's canned on August fourth. So it's a little older. It's my Maybe birthday. that has something to do with it's um. And Jeff birthday? Gordon's birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> and this Roger gives me Clemens all the more birthday. all the more energy to get this right then. <laughs> Um, it says, this is just the shape I'm in. I don't know what that means. Like his head? I don't know. Um, yeah, so I'll go for the 2021 then. I'll go for the one with like 500 because I feel like that, this is, or the normal one. That's the normal normal one, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is a normal thing. Like I've seen this can before. Um, there's nothing special about it. Um, so I'm personally going to give this a three for myself. I think their people might give it a little bit higher. I'm going to give it a 3.47 on untapped. So people really like this beer. Um, it's what is they wrong g- with wow. They gave it a three point eight zero. Yep. Well, that's not really liking yeah, it. That's, that's yeah, still, that's a above, way under a four. It's it's about average. I mean, it's an average beer. It is everything regresses to the mean of about three seven five to four, and this is this is in the average. Yeah, I should have I should have known that people would not care about how it's nasty their breath is after this beer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It doesn't sound great, but. Um, well, yeah. leaving ah, it well. wide open for y'all. There you go. Uh, even though uh, I think I think OG has got to do the, reputation the heavy lifting. to, uh, to sneak in with point threes. I could. <laughs> I, this is still anyone's game. It's true. It's anyone's I've game. Somehow... Is, that, is that what it was? I'll put it on the board. What was the number? Point oh, three. I said, uh, you said I three point four seven. Three point four seven, and it's three point eight something. What? Three point eight zero. So three three. I had math. Had you have had you have used the 2021 version with 40 check-ins, board. it was a 378. So you actually would have been so be a little, little slightly bit closer. closer. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be what it is right there that's for me. The, differ- the difference. <laughs> that, yeah. That's gonna be me winning and me losing to you. Listen, I Mark gave you look, the I gave you the option. You Let the record me. book show. <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty impressive. Between like fifty and five hundred, it was almost exactly the same average. That's, yeah, that's statistics for you right there. That's called pattern. Everything regresses Pat- to pattern. the mean. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Well, I think. Uh, do I get to pass it on now? I think Chris is Chris is up next because the rest of us have had pregame beers. Oh, that's right. Oh, I yes. don't get to pass it on. Yeah. I mean, you do, but just you to can. Me. But it's <laughs> you just. Well, yeah. I would have. I would have picked. Just I would have picked Chris anyways. Yes. All right. so I never, See? I never pick him. So I was gonna be all clever and be like, well, 
I know I never pick Chris, but this time I really will pick him this time. And then uh, he's gonna get all excited. But I guess that is the same. I'm still excited. I'm excited. Like I'm always is... excited when Kiwi's on the podcast. <laughs> I like how this is a thing. Like even even she doesn't pick Chris unless it's for something bad. It's the first time I ever would have picked him. No, I always was like, oh, haha, I, I met you guys through Chris, so the obvious choice would obviously be picking Ober, and like yeah. I would laugh to myself. But it was, <laughs> it was honestly, we get emails to this day about how funny that joke is. How good of a joke it is. It's true. Oh. Every it's full, full, male mountain is full of those. Oh, I I, I just realized. I I think after 162 episodes, I forgot to crack it on the microphone. So I need to throw this beer away. I need to throw it in the trash. Get a new one. <laughs> I need to get a new one. <laughs> you can keep the beer. Just find something else to crack on, Mike, and we'll we'll pretend. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll make it happen. Okay, here it is. Um, let's see. What do I hang got on? I, hang on. Something in here. Knowing that I have. Nope. I got it. I got it. Okay. No, go. make him make him open another one. Hold on. No, it's just this. I want to get rid of it anyway. It's just been sitting on my floor for like months. Okay, here we what go. What is it? This is my actual beer that I'm going to open right now. And did, you didn't hear any of that other stuff that I said. Oh. Oh, good crack. That was crispy. That was a nice crack. Yeah. Wow. This beer is really known for its crackability. Um, <laughs> and not just its sound, fa- sound effects. <laughs> uh, so this is something that was sent to me from uh, Jenna. Uh, Jenna actually listened to the last episode and she wanted, she didn't say she wanted redemption, but I could tell she wanted redemption after the coconut debacle of 2021. Um, So this is from, uh, let me see, Big Lake Brewing out of Holland, Michigan, and it is the Cotton Candy Haze, a juicy New England IPA. So I don't know how I feel about it. It was a very interesting can, uh, the tie-dye. So um, I don't know, caught my eye while I was looking in the fridge. Plus, you know, give Jenna some much-needed <laughs> redemption. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Fun fact: This is a listener of the podcast Kevin's uh, hometown brewery. He lives on that big lake. He does he, live he, on that big he, lake. He owns the lake. He um, he's the lake owner. He, that, Superior's got to be the big one, right? That and New I Holland think, are his two local breweries. It's got to be right. I don't know. We should ask the resident uh, great great, great lake sliver. Kevin, right in. I was talking to Kiwi. Yeah, Kiwi. Oh. What's, what's the, what's the which is the big one? What's the big lake? That is, I have no idea. I think it's Superior. Because it's, it's no idea. The fucking lake. It's the Superior I have, I know. Lake. It's no. It could be just like super clear water. I don't like, know. I mean, I only know the, the two the two lakes I know are uh, Lake Erie and Lake Ontario very well because Buffalo is smack dab in the middle of them. I two, thought they taught you two. all about those lakes living there. I know. Uh, right? It's a requirement. No. No, I wonder which one is the biggest one. I'm gonna look it up. I th- I think it is Superior or Huron. Uh, yeah. Um, a, there's a Disney Channel movie that talks about Lake Erie. But anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so anyway, Cotton Candy Haze, a juicy New England IPA. Oh, sorry. It's Lake Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, Lake Superior shocker. second. The name is misleading. It sorry, is. I'm sorry. I interrupted. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I interrupted myself. It's fine. So here it is. Uh, nice looking beer with a little little bit of head on there. It's long lasting. It's a very bubbly head. You guys probably can't see it through the web. Oh, maybe, maybe a little bit. Oh, you can see yeah. the bubbles. Yeah, it's more bubbly than uh, you normally see, but it's got a nice yellow, uh, hazy tinge 
to its color. Ooh, it's... I will say, if I had cotton candy that looked like that, I would not eat it. <laughs> I would throw that piss-colored cotton candy in the trash. <laughs> it smells. It smells sweet. So I don't know if they made this with cotton candy. No, probably. I, I assume that's not how it's made. But I want to know what the name. Like, if they didn't use cotton candy in it, why? Why? Why the name then? Well, it does smell very sweet, so I wonder if it's going to taste sweet. It actually smells like a a sort of sweeter Frankenberry, which I know Tud has had before. Um, Oh, I thought you were talking about cereal. No. Is that that not what it's called? That's what I I assumed you were talking about was the cereal. No. No, 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 not the cereal. Um, Shit, what's it called? From The Beard. Beard. From Beard. Yeah. I think it's called Frankenberry. Is it also called Frankenberry? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, boy. Uh, but a slightly sweeter version of that that's a little bit more bitter than this um but yeah let's see the head's still hanging around a little bit so it's my unlike unlike kiwi's lame head my head's good uh so let's take a sip and see what what it's like my head never lasts too long but i'm sorry this is a family podcast (laughs) but you have three of them (laughs) it it is not a I, i mean i know that we like to to be or to bill ourselves as a family podcast it's not a family podcast. This is we're, you gotta be twenty one to download it. Yeah, we're we're drinking <laughs> beer. I think we're ra- I think we're explicit on iTunes, so we're we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're covered. <laughs> so so for that. Oh, and we get a little bit of we get a little bit of music. I was gonna say it's like what is this second rate promotion? I'm, I'm all screwed up because of Obert. Don't don't blame this on me. <laughs> Kiwi took all the sound effects. I got, I got two. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. It's done. So tell us, is it cotton or is it candy? I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely not cotton. I'll say it's not cotton. Okay, you okay. Me. <laughs> you don't trick me there. Um, it's interesting. It is very interesting. Um, it's sweet. Uh, on the back end, but it's not like it's not like sickeningly sweet. It's not like it doesn't sound like Kiwi's beer. Which Jolly Rancherness, but um, I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, does it taste like a normal IPA? If it was like, or does it taste like sweeter than that? No, sweeter than that. Definitely sweeter than that. I'm getting like, um, like right up front, you're getting hit really hard with some sweetness on the back. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how to explain it. Like on the back of my tongue, I get like a lot of sweetness, and I don't know how to explain it. It's weird. Um, and there's a fruit, definitely a fruit. Well, maybe not a fruit, but like one of the hops is making a fruit, a fruit taste. And I think it's like raspberry, which is weird. Um, I mean, that is, that is a flavor of cotton candy is blue. I raspberry. guess that is true. That is true. That is true. It's just um, pink and, and blue. That's the flavors. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it, yeah. But isn't it supposed to be blue raspberry? At least that's what, no, I, what I, I used to, I don't, when I used to make cotton candy, it just flavors. tastes like cotton candy. When I used to make cotton candy, it was called blue raspberry cotton candy. Well, you I, were a professional, so I will take your word for it. Literally, never knew that. It just—it was just cotton candy. There's no other flavor to it. Listen, it, that's what it's—that's what it's built as. I, I don't make the Listen, rules. Are—are are you a cotton candy ear? No, I don't think well, so. What's the pink then? Uh, strawberry, I think. <laughs> Regular raspberry. I don't Regular know. raspberry. No, I believe. I—I I think it's strawberry. Like. <laughs> All I could I could tell you guys one time that that listener of the podcast and and co and occasional co-host Nick one time uh, put the blue raspberry mixture in his mouth. I dared him to take a a swig of it, 
just a straight sugar. And uh, he coughed, like doing like the cinnamon challenge, essentially. He coughed and then spit it onto the floor. And from that day, I, no matter how much I mopped that floor, that ball of cotton candy sugar spit it was a permanent fixture on that floor. It never came off. Now, <laughs> n- now this whole toothbrushing phobia is starting to make a little more sense to me. <laughs> Maybe. I'm traumatized. Maybe that's what it comes, comes all studs from. I don't know. I don't I, like. It finishes like a normal IPA. Um, it does have some bitterness to it, like, but you don't get it like up front. It's like boom, sweetness, the raspberry, blue raspberry, <laughs> um, and then it kind of finishes like a normal IPA with some bitterness on the on the end. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's 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 just it's a weird it's a weird beer. It I guess it would be akin to like a less strong Frankenberry, um, but sweeter. Which I know I'm referencing this one specific beer, but it's got uh, that the beer I'm talking about is like an IPA that's brewed and it tastes like a freaking berry. And I don't understand how they do it because there's no berries in it. It's magic. Um, well, uh, let me ask you this, Chris. Yeah, go ahead. Is this the best beer you've gotten in the box from Jenna so far? And I'm not counting non-beer things you might have gotten in the box. You made that sound so whatever, so sus. <laughs> No smooches. <laughs> no smooch. No smooches all over the place. Um, uh, is it the best beer I've had? In, I think so. But I have been saving some from uh, for for the pod and etc. So, um, well, did Jenna get redemption? I guess is a better question. You know, it's better than last week's beer, but you know, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's quite redeemed. I don't think it's quite redeemed. <sighs> Calling her out. You know, listen, it's not. It's better than last week's beer. Last week's beer was not my beer. Um, this is just a. I, I feel like this was just like a weird beer that is super duper like odd for Michigan. I don't know. And uh, but you know, hey, it's. I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> that's never. That's never a problem. You so, mean you mean don't have to? Twist I know your Jenna's, arm Jenna's to gonna it? have to come back on. We're gonna have to have Jenna back on so she can explain herself. No. Like Chris is just trying to guilt trip Jenna to setting him more beer. No, I'm really this is not. His tactic we were now. So. He's learning. No, I'm, no, we were listen, talking gonna... today, and I was like, I owe you beer because I need to send her some some North Carolina beer, maybe to learn what beer is. No. I, Chris, Chris, I think we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to second what you're play. saying is that you know we're gonna have to send her beer so she she learns what 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 beer is. Well, I mean, okay, so Todd, have you had? had did she send you this beer? I did not get that beer. Okay, so this was a special one for me. Okay, because um, I, I, I would like to get a second opinion. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm cr- going crazy in my old age. It's possible. I mean, but, I feel uh, I feel bad given the beer that I'm I'm going to drink on tonight's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, okay. Um, I mean, all that being said, it's it's not terrible. It's just weird. Um, I think I'm going to give it. I don't know how much alcohol it's in, it has. Uh, I tried looking. I don't see it on the can, or I'm just missing it. I'm gonna give it a th- three. Like I want to give it a higher rating because then I may. Now you're making me feel bad about making Jenna feel bad. <laughs> it's just a tactic. Don't listen to him. Don't I think listen I'm to gonna him. give it a three and a quarter. Um, yeah, I, and I'm torn because it's between a three and a quarter. Maybe it's like a three point three because it's not terrible. It's not bad. It's just 
it's it's a little weird. It's a little off putting. So, um, and I know nothing about this brewery or Cotton Candy Haze, so I have no idea if there's Hop Hyper. So I will tell you that that their description is a cotton candy flavored juicy New England I, New England style IPA. So okay, it's I can kind of see. I mean, I can kind of see that, like the, the blue Raz, I think. Or strawberry, one of the two. Or the regular Raz. <laughs> regular Raz. Or, or regular Raz. <laughs> or red Raz. So, um, so, so it's, the, something, it's something a little different. Okay, I got you. So there are 5,921 check-ins. What? Wow. God, life? What is life? It's a lot of uh, check-ins. I don't know. I just, what did I guess last week? I don't even remember. I'm going to say, I'm afraid it's going to be above a four. Um, I'm going to say it's a three, nine three no <laughs> i didn't <laughs> um it is a three seven five even damn it damn it ah son of a biscuit okay so good enough to get on the board though it is true <laughs> sorry new ted it's okay i dashed those dreams I'm the, I'm the only person that understands when a beer is crap i i, I get it <laughs> it's the just tap you. is wrong i'm right I've had I've had those nights before where I'm like, no, 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 you are incorrect, Untapped. I'm sorry. I'm still drinking it. Right. But it's, it's not good. But I'm gonna finish this beer. She's gotta. Maybe it was way better in August. It could have been way better in August. I did not check the. I should have known that a guy with a melon on his head sitting under a beach umbrella is possibly a summer beer. It could be. I don't know. <laughs> it's the, honestly, we'll never know. We'll never Maybe know. Maybe it was the sunglasses that should have given it away. It's a mystery we'll never solve. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I know you two both had... Let me see. I think Obert had the lighter of the beers on the pregame. That so I think, I think it's only fair that he goes next. Okay. His ABV is his, his ABV is coming down. So... Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta That's push fair. it. Oh, as he swings the one, he's swinging. The, is that I mean, I, I am yourself? done if it helps. Over. <laughs> well, I'll let over. This is in Obert's court. The ball's in Obert's court. <laughs> so I have here a beer from Knee Deep Brewing Company. Ooh, I like you guys. Knee have heard of them, right? They're yeah. all around. Yeah, or Oregon, uh, Oregonon, uh, California, Oregano. oh, Auburn. Placer County or uh, California. Oh, uh, I thought it was from Oregon, Oregano. Yeah. And I've been saying, hold on to this one for a long time. This is from my last trip to uh, the bottle shop in Missoula. Um, this is called Tanilla, and it is the first beer they ever brewed. It is their um, original recipe. It says, the first beer ever created by Knee Deep Brewing Company makes its triumphant return, exclamation point. Hmm. This decadent vanilla porter is brewed with real vanilla beans to complement the rich coffee aromas created by roasted chocolate malt. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I saw this in the shop. I'm like, I got to bring it to the pod because, you know, original recipe. There's got to be something good about that. They put them on the map, you know. Um, kind of a cool, funky label. It looks like out of the 70s. I don't know. How would you describe this label? Abstract art. Aztecian. I go with Aztec. Yeah, there you go. Geometric. There's four different descriptions there. It's, it's very similar to the, the plain can that just says beer, except for it's a little bit more in-depth. There's yep. a lot of angry lines happening. They're all over the place. Angry lines, some dots. Um, only 6.3 ABV, so not too crazy. I remember Baby when, beer. when Knee Deep used to be like 
like that was like a a new brewery to Connecticut, and like they do some good stuff, or they you know at least back in the day, I considered it good stuff. I haven't had it in a while. Honestly, I had no idea they were from California. Um, what was what are some of the beers that that you like, Todd? Break, they do. Breaking Bud was one of them, and it was you know the little hop guy dressed as Walter White from Breaking Bad. Um, Will work for beer, I believe, is one. Um, and then they they did a black IPA that was really good. Um, there was like another like New England style midnight IPA that was deep or midnight knee mid knee. I don't know something like that. But I think they did um, like yeah. They have the little their logos like the little hop guy with the unibrow. Hoptologist. Yeah. Kiwi, mm. Kiwi, have you heard of them? I've heard of them. I I think I've maybe had one of their beers, but I'm not too familiar with Needy. But I have heard of them. Okay, yeah, because they're I guess they distribute all over. If you can get it in Montana, you can get it in Connecticut. I have to think if I can even get them in my area. I just know I know of them. Like they're one of those breweries you do know of. Like they made a name for themselves. But I, I now I have I don't even know if I've just seen them and passed on them or I've had it. I feel like I've had one of theirs. That'd be helpful yeah, I if the, I actually untapped. The Breaking Bud is probably one of the most popular ones. Oh, they do. I had that. Yes, I did. Breaking Bud, and I had one other one of theirs too. Was it? Hop- yes, I had that. Was it Hoptologist? Mm, no, I think I actually did untap these two beers though. I remember because I posted them to Instagram and then I, I actually drank them relatively within each other and the person DM'd me being like, wow, we're getting a lot of shout outs. I'm like, it's not that exciting. It's really not. You're not getting because they, they like thought I was like a really big Twitch streamer or something. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. But I'm like, oh, you don't. If only you know. influencer. Well, sometimes some breweries, when I post on like my Twitch Instagram, they're just like, oh my God. And I'm like, I don't think you realize like how, what this is, but I appreciate, I appreciate you being, they they think they're getting more exposure than they are. (laughs) Hey, we'll give them plenty of exposure here on the podcast for sure. Exactly. Um, Now they're getting actual exposure. Right. Um, So let's dive in. Todd, what do you got for us? Are you going to play the, the, the new Ted version of uh, I Like Beer? <laughs> Once I can find it. What is found your the other life? beer. The other beer was Hua Haze. Hula Haze? Uh, Hula? Hua Haze. No, that was the other one. I like beer because it is. How many sounds do you have on this thing? <laughs> six. <laughs> At least six. They're all named the same. It's really confusing. It's beer one through beer like six. Beer. <laughs> it makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes me feel mellow. I like beer. beer. Da, na, 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 makes, <laughs> makes me feel no. mellow. Makes beer. me feel mellow. <laughs> Okay, so first impressions, um, and just to warn all of our non-patrons, I'm coming off of a barrel-aged stout at 13%. This is a a 6% porter, so um, it definitely tastes like a much weaker beer than the one I was just (laughs) drinking. You're going to be sleeping good tonight. (laughs) I know. Yeah. This is, um, it tastes like a beer that I would brew. Honestly, the, the... white chocolate stout that we brewed tud tastes a lot like this it's it's that vanilla in this makes it very sweet then it tastes pretty good and then, um, that stout was delicious yeah yeah it definitely is delicious 
Um, no, it was very good for a homebrew. Uh, I could see how this being their first recipe, you know, uh, they could easily translate a homebrew into a commercial beer like this. But it is very sweet. Um, you know how sometimes we describe beers as like very rich and having like coating your tongue. This is the opposite of that. It's very flat, kind of has like a little bite to it, um, a little more acidic, which is just this really stark contrast from the narwhal that I was just coming from, um, which I don't super enjoy paired with that vanilla sweetness. It's not amazing. I'll say that. I don't know. This would be fine. Um, I think I'm just so thrown off by the beer I had that it's really <laughs> making this hard to review. Um, it's almost as different as if I was coming from like a super strong cotton candy haze or something like in the totally opposite direction with how sweet this beer is compared to how rich the last chocolatey, uh, super strong stout I had was. It's good. Um, I can see how this helped put them on the map, but I don't think it's really for me. It's just okay. You know, it's, it's, it's a beer. I think you're, would you have enjoyed this beer more had you not have drank a different stout before it? Like I should have reversed the order. This should have been the pregame beer and I should have had the, the narwhal on the main show for sure. Yeah. I was just wondering if, if, you know, drinking two stouts back to back was kind of what did this beer in for you. Yeah. I think a little bit, um, yeah, as Chris alluded to earlier, this would be decent on a flight board because it is sweet, but balanced in a way where it's not super strong that it'll let you try. And, uh, and I, again, I mentioned it doesn't really coat your mouth that the taste fades quickly. This would be a good one if you were going to sample a bunch of beers back to back. But that's kind of docking points for me right now because of the rich beer I'm coming from. It's like this is just like kind of standing in the shadow of the other beer. So all that being said, it's going to be a three and a half for me. Okay. Just it's got, okay. It's got a lot of, it's got a lot of check-ins. Um, let me see. The exact number, 14,253. That is a lot. It is a lot. Well, the field's wide open. I need to True. take some some final um, untapped sips here to kind of really hone in, really dial it in. What do people <laughs> think of this beer? I mean, 14,000 people can't be wrong. Um, they're still making I, it. I disagree. Right? They brought it back. <laughs> they brought it back. They like it. It's um, 3.78. So close. So close. You definitely, uh, you're definitely on the board. 3.75. Okay. Oh, you know, when you were rating your beer, which was exactly a 3.75, yeah. I was like, see, nobody thinks to say the exact quarter number. Yeah. Should have just stuck with it. Yeah. But anyway, on the board. On the board, point tough oh one three. To tough one for OT to beat. I, I have no idea how. I don't, just, I mean, you might as well just award it to you and I might as well not drink this. But I will, I will drink my beer. All right. Todd uh, is going to brush his teeth real quick, I guess, in private. <laughs> I kind of wish I could, to be Keith. honest, right now. I mean, you could. Keith, yeah, I've been meaning to ask you, what's on your hat? So this is um, this is actually the Buffalo Sabres local Buffalo. However, it doesn't have the Sabres behind it. Because here's my reasoning. Um, people think it's either, one, a Buffalo, 
too can recognize it's the sabers but then i also can low-key go and say it's not the sabers when they're just like absolutely embarrassing three people think it's um appa from avatar last airbender and that's also a plus so three three birds one stone love the love it. I just, it's, it's just a nice easy white hat i do i do like this hat a lot though oh i picked it up because like i don't mind the sabers logo right now i really miss the 90s one like the black and red just, it was so cool um but yeah this one is just it's i can go and just have it be a buffalo and not the sabers but i can also be like oh no it's the sabers and like people are like oh respect you know but they're not great so no one respects it yeah <laughs> um well it's funny because there's a local brewery that has a porcupine as their mascot or logo i guess that mm-hmm. that's what i thought the the picture was I thought it was the bias brewery uh porcupine which I just no. pasted in the chat, but it's a, no, it's a buffalo. It's a buffalo. I can I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, but yeah, it's just a straight buffalo. It's a little confusing when it doesn't have the two swords behind it. That it's not an actual. T- it's just a weird figure in my head. I kind of probably need too that in Montana where we have actual buffalo. That there's a a porcupine mascot versus in buffalo, you know that you don't have the buffalo. No, we. I mean, I feel like we must have had them at some point to to be buffalo it's also um like uh uh how do i say like, i know there's like a lot of reservations here and everything too so that probably has something to do with it like a lot of our street names are like um like really like native american based and everything like that like there's a lot of um like culture from that around our area so that probably has something to do with it but maybe not actual buffalo i know like there's a there's a saying and it's true it's the longest sentence in the world you can say while saying one word and it's like buffalo 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 and it all has a different meaning you're saying different things every single time very exciting That's wild yeah very exciting i might have butchered one or two <laughs> buffaloes in there but <laughs> it's true look it up I don't, i'll just I don't... type buffalo seven times into google it will, honestly <laughs> link, i will link tell that you. in the show notes out of it'll autofill and tell you exactly what it means i don't remember off the top of my head <laughs> so but anyway, Todd, Todd, you've been awfully quiet. What do you got over there for well, us? So hang on. So the village of the village was named Buffalo for Buffalo Creek. Don't know why Buffalo. What was the creek named from? I, I, I don't know, but apparently I just I had to look. I wanted to know why it was called that. But yes, yeah, the village of Buffalo was named for Buffalo Creek. Village? We're a city. We're well, the second largest city in New York State. This was back in the 1700s. Well, yeah, but this was back in the 1700s. when they named it, it wasn't the second largest city. It was, you know. A village. It was a village then. You're true. You're right. Well, just You're like right. buffalo wandering through it. And like, what should we name our town with all these buffalo in it? What's really funny, though, is that it was it was the the border of Connecticut for a, a long time when Connecticut had the Western Reserve. Because at one point in time, Connecticut's charter expanded it from sea to sea. So it cut across the entire country. <laughs> just think of all the good beer you could have had in your state, Kiwi. Um, what do you, what do you, whoa, whoa. That's right. Whoa, I'm, whoa. I'm throwing down the gauntlet for a state I don't even live in. Wow. It looks like someone's going to need to do a beer trade with me so I can tell them to shove those cans somewhere else right now. Well, I mean, you can't because yeah. there's a shortage. Someone would pay high. That's high right. <laughs> shove those no, bottles. Not the, lo- not the local breweries. Not oh. the local breweries. My brewery has nothing to do with my area. I can't speak for that. No, there's, there's some good, Chris, Chris. There was some good stuff. I said you, some, I said you yeah. some good stuff. There was some good stuff. I think. I I, I thought it was good. Now, was it yeah. Connecticut good? I don't know. I mean, so hard Ooh. to... So hard to we could do you a guys beer. need to get out of your hazy IPA 
Yeah, you got to some of those. Over here. They have a whole style of beer named after throwing people through tables. So, <laughs> you know, that's got to be good. called a Pilsner. Ah, it's... Kiwi, it's, we can do they, some beer really trades if you I, I'm I would for, love to trade some beer. I know it's not that far of a drive, and we could probably meet halfway and exchange the beer, but we could do a beer exchange. We can, we, let's, 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 I, I would love to show you guys some good Buffalo beers out here. We, we have some good breweries. They're pretty decent, I think. Yeah, I remember are when I was good or are they pretty decent? I was like, oh, that's true. That's good. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Gotta watch out for your <laughs> word usage. I, hey, remember I don't, when I don't I was, work here. I remember when I was in Connecticut in connecticut i was like oh we're gonna be really close to kiwi yeah it's 10 hours away i'm like no we're not yeah it's, it's, it's not it's not super <laughs> we're close. not that close never mind i am in the middle of absolutely any like i think for my brewery i'm genuinely i've looked because i can see on mapping from like all these statistics like there's one thing you can do where i can run a report and i can see exactly where every rep lives for some reason i don't know why but i can and i looked at it and i'm genuinely the furthest from any other person in the company i have the largest region and i'm the employee that is the furthest from anyone else like there's employees that are like oh yeah like there's there's four of us in the state and we all live within 30 minutes of each other and i'm like yeah i huh. live i live here in buffalo and my next closest employee is six and a half hours and eight and a half hours away from me so that's fun and then they, they all live near each other so they all see each other and i'm just like out here like minding my own business and it's like it's not even buffalo is not like a desolate town you know, like <laughs> there's just there's just no one around me. There's just no one. It sounds like it might Even be a like, desolate town. I know. I'm just imagining like half of a folding table just like rolling <laughs> wind through, through the town square. <laughs> That's some strong wind right there, but I wouldn't put it past it in the winter. That's why it's half. <laughs> Kiwi, what, what what makes me sad a little bit is that like if you wanted any of like the big time like New York breweries, like I'm closer to them than you are. But I still get them here. Like other half and all those too. Yeah, there's the other half in Buffalo and oh, in Rochester. There? I know there's one in Rochester. Yes. I don't know how far Buffalo and Rochester are. An hour and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's one in Rochester and one in Buffalo. Yeah, so we have we have other. Ha- Honestly, listen, it's, I don't mind other half, but they're not that great. It's not that good. It's not that good. So that, that's the, but that's see. I here's my thing. That's your like first go to for like oh hype brewery. Oh, they have. Well, that was your first go to for oh this is like a hype brewery you should know about, and then you well, choose other the, half. So it makes me think your beers you're having aren't that good. I don't think you've listened to you this podcast it. before because I've I've <laughs> I've shit all over you know the most hype brewery in the world <laughs> repeatedly. And I've heard it. <laughs> um. That was like what we started our podcast on, I think. Yeah, I believe episode one, you can hear me You can hear me shit on Treehouse. In between drafting a fantasy football team. It, we were really good at podcasts. Speaking um. of being really good at podcasting, tell me if you Yeah. So, um, I'm drinking a Jenna beer tonight as well. Um, fair warning, Jenna did tell us that she sent us this beer to Chris and I solely because she did not like it. Um, and she wanted to know what oh, we thought man. of it. So, this beer is called Go Juice by Shorts Brew. It is a milkshake-inspired IPA with coffee, marshmallow fluff, milk sugar, and vanilla. Um, Sounds like a face your beers to me. It, I think it... I think Shark it, noise. <laughs> Shark noise. 
Tut Tut has the sound. No, no, I like this shark better. Shark noise, shark noise, shark noise. <laughs> no, go ahead. Shark go. noise, shark noise, shark noise. Shark noise, shark noise, shark noise, shark noise. Face your beers. <laughs> that, was, that was better than anything uh, I could do, so I'm just going to uh, leave that one. You guys should have a uh, face your beer segment where I'll like once a month or something, you or maybe once a every 10 podcasts, you have to all just get the worst beer you think you can find. And then that's that, the anthem. That is good. I just, think we uh, should do that. We Well, we we did the Clamato, which... Mm-hmm. I think scared us away from drinking terrible beers forever. <laughs> um, so and then we're, we're saying every 50 episodes now we have to drink the oldest beer we have. Yep. Which Ooh. a lot of times is just a beer we're not excited to drink for several years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might need to invite me to that, although I don't really want you to, but I do have uh, someone sent me Sam Adams... Uh, Oh my God! It's, it's I think it's a sour or a stout from like nineteen ninety one from Sam oh Adams. My goodness. I I literally I, have to. As much as I'd love to invite you, I don't want you to die. No, I don't want to die either. Yeah, but we, I we, I think I might have the oldest beer. Remember when we were talking well, yeah. about the the follow up episode to the the pregame of the with the post game? We we have to have Kiwi actually do a post game of this. I know. And she gets wrecked. Sorry, uh, no, it's, a, it's a, why I don't know where I got this from. It's a triple bock. It's a Sam Adams triple bock from 1994. Oh my sealed. god! I, 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 That's have you looked up how much it's worth? I'm not. No, someone sent it to me. That was a gift. I would never sell it. Oh, they now, sent it to and me. Tud claims he has a beer from 1976. <laughs> claims. Over, over, over thinks it's only from 2000. <laughs> Well, I think, I think it is only from 2000. Well, so I think. Next time we have Kiwi on, we're having uh, beers old enough to drink the podcast, and that is where we have beers that are at least twenty-one years old on. No, I don't want to drink that. I really don't want to drink that. You guys have to have to do a drink off on ancient beers. Oh God, I I I feel like this thing at, at this point. I move it around, and you can. It's like a blue bottle, right? So that's not good to begin with. Um, I can kind of see a line and it genuinely looks syrupy to me. So. Well, at this point, it's only getting older, right? So. <laughs> it's true. I'm going to do it. You you have two <laughs> options. Either never drink it at all or drink it with us. I mean, <laughs> mine is at least a Budweiser. So I know that it's never going to totally shit the bed. I mean, mine's Sam Adams. Mine's the more experienced monster, monster Doctor Frankenstein of craft beer. No, I, arguably, I mean, I, so. I mean, at least like yours is like craft beer. Mine is like just rice and barley and hops. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. It's a triple walk. It says it's. Uh, I don't even think they have the ABV on this bottle. We can text each other with our stomach aches after the episode. I honestly might need a ambulance ride on call after that bottle. Yeah. <laughs> It's so cool, and I really appreciate it being sent to me. I was like, are you sure you want to send me this? Like, this is crazy. And they did. But then I was like, I don't think I can actually drink this. <laughs> like, I don't know if this is... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this is viable. I have only one way to find out. There's only way. On a podcast. Poor Todd's been waiting so patiently. I don't want to drink this beer. <laughs> what, you, what is, is it again? 15 bucks. What is it? 
So this is called Go Juice. As I said, it's it. It's it's not even a milkshake IPA. It's a milkshake inspired milkshake inspired IPA <laughs> with coffee, marshmallow fluff, milk sugar, and vanilla. Um, the first one I drank out of a glass. I'm I want to ask Chris how he drank his too because I'm actually more inclined to try to drink this out of the bottle to see if maybe the bottle makes it better. Um, so Chris, how did you drink these two beer or your two beers of this? I drank I drank them out of a glass. Okay. So then I actually am going to attempt to drink it out of the bottle to just see if maybe the bottle improves the beer. Right. You're you're we, we all know historically you're a big big bottle fan. So. I'm a bottle fan. So as you can now, see, does it, anyone know what Go Juice is? Well, it's brewed with coffee, so I'm assuming that they're referring to coffee as being Go Juice. Do you know where the name Go Juice comes from? Does it have to do with a skeleton, a baseball hat, and them holding a shovel? No. I think it was, what's the reality TV show about moms with little girls in beauty pageants? Honey Boo Boo. Uh, Honey Boo Boo. Oh would my drink god. Go Juice. Fucking pulled that one out of the hat. <laughs> I, well, I did too. Um, that, those memories were what, in a safe space. I really did. I know. <laughs> I haven't thought about her in a long time. <laughs> Honey, I, oh, I, no, I don't was, think I've ever watched go, go Go Juice. It's Mountain Dew and Red Bull mixed together. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's Go Go Juice. Oh. Uh. It's been a very long time since Honey Boo Boo has been a word uttered to me. Oh, I'm a little boo-boo, upset you brought that back into my life. You are only one go patterns. away from like an epic. I know. And drinking go yeah. oh, so good. <laughs> I feel like that wasn't even that long ago. I'm scared to look up how long ago Honey Boo Boo was trending because I, I feel like that. I, I'm I'm afraid that it that, still might be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this for like a fact, a, just, but they never canceled. 2012. Shows okay, I was okay. gonna guess 14. Not, 2012 to 2017. Nine nine years. Well, I guess now does the. Does the daughter have her? Is she a mom of, of uh, someone in a pageant yet, or no? Hmm, let's see. Little little honey boo 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 boo. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, why don't you tell us this go go juice fall? Yeah, Chris does some uh, so uh, investigative journalism. So let me let me just describe How the bottle real quick. One hour ago, top story from one hour ago. How honey, how honey Boo Boo and Mama June are repairing their strained relationship. What is happening? Oh, they're no shit. They're strained. That was anyway, sorry, it was. I was just like an hour. It's like not even. We've been on this call for longer than an hour. <laughs> so so the, much just happened. The bottle art is a skeleton holding a cup of coffee with a baseball cap on and a and a snow shovel, and then behind him is a coffee ring from a stain of like a coffee cup. So this is like the ideal beer to be drinking at eleven fifteen at night. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, the only issue with drinking out of a bottle is that nose smells are nearly impossible. I think that's why you're drinking it out of a bottle, right? So you don't smell the beer. You just taste so it. On the nose out of the bottle, it smells extremely sweet. It may be a little bit like, like a well-aged IPA. Something that's no longer like quote-unquote fresh. It does not say ABV on the bottle, which I'm actually pretty shocked by that they can even sell this without telling you what the ABV of the beer they're about to drink is. Because I thought that was a legality thing. Um, but I don't know. Let's, uh, Jesus. Let's go. <coughs> well, that's a beer that's going to make my, going to make me need to brush my teeth. It is very sweet. 
Um, the marshmallow, the marshmallow fluff, as it were, is very prevalent in this beer. Not a lot of coffee. Maybe, maybe a tiny bit of coffee. It's kind of got like that stout, like aftertaste. Would you describe the beer as milkshake inspired? <laughs> no. <laughs> now, if they said like fluff sandwich inspired, sure. But milkshake inspired, no. I don't. I don't get the the inspiredness. You know, I've taken the sips out of the glass now, so let's or out of the out of the. How about Mountain Dew and Red Bull inspired? <laughs> I don't think it's Mountain Dew and Red Bull inspired. As you can see, this is about as dark as the beer that I had in the pregame. It is very much an amber style color. Um, when I think milkshake inspired IPA, I I expect it to be like like a what we would call a milkshake IPA, which looks very similar to that of what like Chris drank, which is you know that that orange juicy in color. Uh, um. Not this one, although it does have long-lasting head, but it, it, as you can see, it is poop brown in color. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like something I would pump out of a uh, septic tank. Mm. It's very muddy. It's very muddy looking. It might be what it tastes like. Well, uh, the head, too, is just the right froth where it's like slop. You know? <laughs> I'm starting to get scared. I have a trend of when I come on here that all of us just have a horrible beer. Is this a me thing? Am oh, I the well, problem? You definitely have to bring that Sam Adams beer next time. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, that might have to be a couple episodes. I don't think I'm mentally prepared for this yet. I don't think I'm mentally prepared for this. I, like It just looks so nice on the shelf. What scares me is you can look at this. This is this looks black, but it's a blue bottle. Well, and it, that's terrifying because that's horrible amounts of light coming into this beer. Well, we do have it even more. We do it every 50 episodes. We're, this is episode 162. So you've got... Oh, so we got some time. you got some time. So it's only going to age and get even better or worse, depending on how you look at it. Or I could just like come out here burning bridges left and right, right before that happens, so I don't have to drink this beer. So, so could, you could true. do that. We, you, but we'd still invite you for the it's sole purpose country. of watching you <laughs> drink it. Now it's even better watching her suffer. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's not much, like, no, it's just, the, it, this combination of things should never be put into an IPA. Um, coffee and fluff, maybe a stout, if you said it was a, a, a coffee fluff stout, I'd say, sign me up, I'm in. But for them to try to do it with an IPA, it's just, it, it's, it just doesn't, it just doesn't do it for me. The coffee is not prevalent enough for me to say, well, you know, it's at least got coffee flavor. And the fluff is way too prevalent, so I feel like I'm just drinking straight fluff. It's bad. Um, Jenna, I, I think we need to do another beer trade because I think you need some some redemptions after this. The smooches are good, but this one, yeah. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a 1.25. That is very bad. It's drinkable. Might be our first 1.25 of the podcast. It might be. It's very. We'll have to ask the historian. It's. it's it's like I'm going to finish it. Unfortunately, I actually I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to finish it. It's it's not like dangerous for me to drink, so it gets over a one. But I one point two five untapped. I don't know how to rate this. I think it's going to be low. Um, but well, there's three thousand seventy one other people who've rated them, Jesus. including one person on this podcast. Is is it is it me? Um, I don't know. It everything regresses to the mean, right? I mean, so it's going to be. It's going to be above a three, but I don't think it's going to be high. One point or three point one nine, three point five two. Surprisingly, no. Yeah, people <laughs> loved it, raved um, over it. And, 
including one uh, review of over double yours of a 275 with, uh, from our, our friend Chris here, who said it was fine. It was dot, 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 fine. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like Chris not was being nice that. saying that. Huh? I feel like you were being nice saying that. I, I remember not enjoying it. Um, I'm, I'm actually surprised that I gave it that high of a rating. But <laughs> I know, it's funny. I feel like there's not that much here between a 275 and a one and a quarter compared to like a three and a half and a four. Right. That's because yeah. that's because Untapped is all skewed. I, I mean, I feel like right. If we can go back, I don't know how Untapped fixes that, but they they have to rethink that rating model because everything now skews. We've literally been saying it for 161 episodes. Yeah. Hashtag Untapped. <laughs> Hashtag let's untapped. Get on let's get on. But this. I don't know how I don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you do it. I think what you do is every time you go to check in a beer, you have Untapped makes you rank three beers that you have checked in, and it's like what's the best beer. A, B, or C, and then you just pick it, and then enough people do that with enough beers, and then machines, you know, AI figures it out. That or, like, you rank the qualities of the beer. Like, give it five categories, and then out of five, rank those, right? That's what Beer Advocate does. Yeah, Yeah. Hmm. and theirs makes more sense, to be honest, but they're not as fun to use as Untapped is. So if we could just, and I thought they did combine, or they, they, they are the same company now. Oh, they are. I didn't know that. I'm 99% sure. I'm pretty sure Beer Advocate bought Untapped or they they were combining sources. Maybe I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure it was those two. It's so like you, no, maybe it was Rate you. Beer. Maybe it was Rate Beer. I don't remember. But one of those sites did something with Untapped and you would think that they would make things better. But, you know. I think it's just like the ease, you know, you're like, oh, it's a 375, you know, instead of being like, well, you know, the 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 the, the head is a five and the color is and the next thing you know it's it's midnight and you don't know you don't know where you are <laughs> you're still on a podcast talking about the beer <laughs> i don't know that's why that's why our listeners come here for that really in-depth review <laughs> we go through the sight the smell the taste we go through everything you how you can enjoy this beer the the tooth toothbrush ability uh, there's all these factors that we weigh when we rate our beers. That should be a category. I mean, at least 50% of the people here have really felt like they need to brush their teeth after the beer they just had. And I will say sweetness was a really big factor to that, which is interesting. Mm. But hmm. I, I'm going to give this a three on the cavity scale. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Nailed it on the head. Uh. Well, anyway, um, Todd, thanks for your your rating. Uh, But we are running out of time. So we hustle over to the freezer, knock aside our three-handled Frosty mug, reach back, take out our four-handled Frosty mug of wisdom, which we're going to fill with uh, advice, wisdom, products, people, places, things, uh, stuff we like and or love. But uh, to do that, we have to traverse this this musical wonderland provided by jordan jordan take it away <laughs> test your handle test your handle test your handle test your handle mug of wisdom Drink. 
mug of wisdom. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and, and just say that I think I'd rather drink the spicy Clamato over this beer. I was watching wow. your face and you just you looked like you were just continuously still feeling like shit after drinking that beer. It's not. Oh, we were. It's not good. Like my tongue. It's not the Clamato. The Clamato was bad, though. But I finished mine. You did. I think he's the only one one reaction to this, and that's you have to mail Jenna a Clamato. She has to drink it on the podcast. <laughs> that's fair. Good, fair. I don't. I don't think that that's. I, I don't think she can disagree with that. In fact, you know, I'm going to give her five seconds to disagree. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, legally three Mississippi, binding. Four Mississippi, five Mississippi. I hear nothing. You know, wrap up. And as we know, this is a live podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's legally binding. <laughs> judge, judge hits the mallet on the. She didn't call in on the desk. There is some truth to that. Live yeah. recorded. If an audience of four people, usually three. It's true. Thank you, thank you, New Tud, for backing up Old Tud and his argument that it's live. We've had a common enemy, an enemy. Enemy. An enemy. That's where triggering me back to Nemo lived seventh grade when i had a, i had a project to to talk about sea and enemies and i couldn't say the word and i stuttered in front of the entire class and it was really embarrassing an enemy you're an enemy also we have a common enemy which is bad beer to get together and finally come to head on something here old tud old bag okay there's one thing we have in this podcast it's bad beer but Jordan, thank you. If you want to find more of Jordan, go to Wreck My Podcast and listen there. Um, I am I am handlist of the people. M O P B. Honk 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 honk. There we go. Honk honk honk. Got some hogs from Jordan. Honk honk honk. This is the new Obert version, right? Honk 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 honk. There we go. Blasting the path with Jordan there. Yep. Um, puts me up. Closing in on you guys. Watch out. Right yeah, I know. You. I know. I feel like I haven't won in like a while. But, um, you know, Kiwi, you are our guest. So the handle is the, the mug is yours to to give away and or keep this week. What do you got? What do you want to do? Um, I feel like I just want to get mine out of the way now. All right. Start filling out that, that mug. I'm gonna choose myself. Yeah. All right. I will. Well, um, I like to uh, reuse, reduce, recycle type of stuff always. Um, and I don't think I haven't heard it, so I'm hoping no one's talked about this app before. But has anyone talked about Mercari ever here? Never heard of it. Perfect. Great. I was a little worried. I'm like, it's a little trendy, but I don't know. So Mercari is a we come um, online as trendy people. I, I I mean, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a, listen, hey, do you have clutter in your closet? But you're like, you That's know, what closets like, are for. Like, I, I, I can make a couple bucks off a couple things. Mercari is great for that type of stuff. Mercari is basically a secondhand site that you use for your new clothes, or you got a gift from someone and they didn't give you a gift receipt, and you're like, well, what do I do with this now? And it sits in your laundry basket in your closet for two years to five years, some sometimes longer, you know? And you're like, I don't know what to do with this. This is a good gift, but it's not for me. But you can go on a Mercari and you can either buy or sell on that site. And it's always secondhand, but sometimes people do sell things new with tags and they're like, and you'll get like maybe 10 bucks off from the store with shipping and everything. Like sometimes people just have a gift and they don't want it. So they sell it cheaper than the store and like it's within season too. But I really like using Mercari. Um, I like to like you can buy like if you're like, I don't want something someone wore, you can filter it. 
alt tags only type of things or if you're fine with that too and you're like all right if it's really gently used i'm fine using like wearing using that type of stuff mercari is really really great like i i get so many good deals on that site and like i'll sell some stuff in my closet too and make a decent amount of bucks to be sitting in there and you can use that balance towards buying clothes or you know you can cash it out and put it in your bank for free it's completely fine so it's been a really great site I've, i just started using it in um august selling and buying a couple of things and um 10 out of 10. I absolutely love it. Like it's, it's so good. It doesn't have to be clothes, by the way. You can do like knickknacks. Like they do a lot of like sports cards, uh, collectibles, like really like imagine Facebook marketplace, but across the United States instead. And like you, you can message people and talk about things and like haggle prices and things like that. But for the most part, it's pretty easy and like way more user friendly and not as like, oh, I want to sell this thing, but I have to meet up with this person on Facebook marketplace. And it's, that's like really, really annoying. It sounds like eBay. It's eBay. I was just going to say it's eBay, but buy it now only. Yes, basically buy it now or you can haggle them down for more prices. It's definitely better than eBay in the sense of like watching things or this and that. Like the, like as a seller, you can send people offers because like you want to move that thing really quick versus eBay. You don't get offers from that seller. You either buy it or you bid on it. Okay. with mercari like the 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 buyers or the sellers so like i'll do this too and i'm selling something is like all right like someone liked this i can go send them an offer and i'll be like here's 20 percent off and like reduce shipping or something like that because i'm like i'm like i just want to get rid of this item so you can get some like really really good deals on it and it's I, I think it's a little bit easier especially like when you're scrolling mercari so say i can save terms that i've searched like for example um sometimes i look for video game things that i like like the Witcher, the Witcher video game, and I'll just save it. And then it'll always notify me when something new immediately drops. So those are always in my saved searches. Also, like it kind of has a feed that's Instagram like where you can scroll through a feed and it'll be like, hey, this is items based off of what you liked or what you always search for. And then it'll cater that to you as well, which eBay definitely doesn't do. It's a little bit more social media aspect versus how eBay is, which is straight, is strict, you know the entity that ebay is it was the first of what it did so yeah i like, like it 20 20 years of improvement of the web to ebay is kind of what you're saying ebay has never updated their site i think ever in the history right. <laughs> todd, todd just can i just take a sidebar here todd just chugged that beer because he refuses to not drink it but also plugged his nose while he was doing that yep. he looks like he's in pain yep Ugh. you know what i think i have a jolly rancher in my on the top of my desk. <laughs> Watermelon? <laughs> it all comes full circle. Hey, I finished my bad beer too. It's gone. Go. I got great. So Actually, there. Uh, I stuck you know, my hand Kiwi, in and I, pulled out great. That's great. I have used Mercari, um, more so on the on the buying side than the selling side. Uh, and actually, I, by that I mean exclusively on the buying side versus the selling side. But I mean, I was able to get a couple Pokemon cards and video games and stuff like cheaper than I would have paid in the store. So it was pretty neat. Yeah. So you can do that. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, like Lily, I pulled a shirt out of my closet. And I was like, okay, I haven't worn this thing in four years. I think I made like three bucks on it, but it cost like I like they pay for the shipping and everything. So I'm like, okay, like I I still made three dollars on this thing. And when you do that with ten pieces of clothing that you're not using, it, you know, it adds up a little bit for little things. And like people are continuously reusing those clothes and recycling them. And it's not, you know, you're not doing fast fashion type of stuff. So you feel good about it in the end. I do like how I can filter that by unworn clothing too. So if I really want that bathing suit. Yes, you suit, can. I don't have to wear a bathing suit that somebody else's junk has been all up in. 
Yeah, I definitely mean definitely bathing suits really extreme for um that's the first thing you're gonna go for. <laughs> usually usually it's like shirts or jeans. Like I, I haven't bought a bathing suit off of a secondhand site. I mean, you can get new with tags. You can also filter it to just be new without tags where it's like this wasn't worn, but there's no tags on it because I took them off and thought I would wear it and I never did. So they they're like pretty specific and they also think you can you have to grade how it is. And for some reason, if someone sends you something that's like I've had it before right I got it in the mail and I was like wow this is not the item you said it was they're really really great like you just send them a picture and you're like wow like this was they said this was new it's clearly not it's been used and they will refund your money and you're you're completely like they're very um forgiving forgiving what's the word they're customer friendly <laughs> customer friendly yes. with returns like they, they will intervene like it's not it's not you're stuck with it once you order it well Todd has a closet with about 35 unworn bathing suits in it that he's trying to unload so, clearly perfect. that's that's a good a good option for him all tags still on them i can now finally retire but, uh, how do you spell mercari m-e-r-c-a-r-y-r-i m-o-u-s-e-r-i right. yeah i think i can spell i can spell mass mercari mass we'll put that link in our show notes um who's going next um well i feel like you know, I already chose Chris today, and then I feel like it, it really has been a while since I've seen Tud, and he looks so happy right now after that beer. He is <laughs> ear to ear, gr- gr- just gritting, just that's so a, that's happy. That's the Jolly Rancher. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go with Tud, old Tud today. Good old Tud. Um, thank Good you. old Tud. Uh, my handle this week is a book. I don't know if I've ever recommended a book before, but I'm going to recommend a book. Um, that's right. I do read occasionally. Um, for those of you who are fans of wrestling, um, John Moxley, aka Dean Ambrose, came out with a book called Mox um, this past week, and I bought it. Uh, and I bought it on my iPad to read, as, so I can read it on my phone and my iPad, no matter where I am. And it's really good. Um, it's not a. It's it's not very long. I think it's only like 280 pages um i'm about halfway through and it's just a really interesting insight from one of the top wrestlers in the world today and basically his thought process around being in the wwe leaving the wwe joining aew um and then it it basically everything up through covid i i believe that like like i haven't finished it but i think that like he only finished it like a month ago so it, it carries right up through 2021 so it's very interesting um he he's a pretty good writer for being you know an interesting character that you wouldn't expect to be a writer uh but he wrote it all himself it's it's good so it's it's called Mox so if you guys are into like biographies or wrestling or just want to see you know just something a little bit different or just want to read something a little bit differently it's not narrated um I think he was supposed to narrate it so you could have gotten an audible version but he did check himself into to alcoholic rehab this past week um on the day actually it came out which was Thursday of last week I believe or Friday and so it's there's no audible version you have to read it so uh if you're looking for a, a an interesting read something a little bit differently uh or something a little bit different go check out the book mox mox man that's sad i didn't know he did that i love i loved him as a wrestler and like he's been really uh doing well you never know when you take a risk leaving wwe but he's been doing really well since he left so that's actually really i didn't know he was doing that that's really interesting yeah he it it goes into it like it's very interesting to see like inside the mind of him because like as soon as he left the wwe he became like a top draw in the world 
where the WWE couldn't capitalize on his popularity, but AEW, for whatever reason, was able to. They built their company off the back of him and Chris Jericho, and you know now he's wrestling Japanese wrestlers just for fun, and it's just it's just so interesting to see how he thinks about it, because um, he's just a he's a different kind of dude. Oh yeah, he's 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 a different breed for sure. Yeah. Definitely a different breed. Um, that that's definitely really interesting, especially like if I didn't realize like he was writing that himself completely too. Like there's no ghostwriter. Like he, you would never peg him. He's for anyone that doesn't know Dean Ambrose, he was just always kind. He was a face, which is like the hero aspect of wrestling, but then he was really like a heel, which is like like the villain for a while. He's a tweener. Um, he's a tweener. Yeah, like he just yeah he just was like he was just like that guy where like he comes out and he's just to hear the rile the crowd up and he was always a good wrestler but you know like his, his character was just so kooky and like wild and you just like wouldn't think of to this guy to sit down and like have a entire book to write to talk to you about as a wrestler especially so and he really did make some crazy steps in the like the the big movement of wrestlers leaving wwe to go on over to aew him and chris jericho like they were such a big move and such like such good wrestlers to go and leave and be like we're gonna go like we don't like the way wwe treats us and they clearly were right when they were saying like we can do better and we can be more popular you just refuse to give us this opportunity they went and did that and that's really interesting to see him write a book on that because like they really did prove themselves right when they left wwe to make this whole thing and if you're not interested in wrestling i, I get it but it is it's basically soap opera in real life with fighting which is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I think if you're not into wrestling, but you were in the 90s, you got to do yourself a favor yep. and go watch AEW because we're about to, we're oh. in the middle of a resurgence of, of wrestling again, and it's not with the WWE. Yeah. They've, they're turning it back to, you know, the more, it was always, you know, it's our, spoiler alert, but it was always fake. It always dumb. It's always fake. to me. The book told me it was dumb, real. But. The way it's been now has just been so WWE's been, well, what makes us the most money and who do we need to push right now? And they don't steer away from the fan favorites of like Roman Reigns or something because like they've got dolls and the kids love them versus like AEW is like, nah, like this is this is wrestling. Like we're going to go for it. We're going to go to the gut. We're going to we're going to screw over characters you love. We're going to screw over characters you hate. It's going to be interesting the way like the 90s had those just like super dramatic plot twists of like, well, I'm fighting you now and it's more fun yeah, it's more fun for sure it's more interesting it's not catering to the you don't want it to cater to the popular game of thrones it you never know what's going to happen well said i got excited about wrestling todd i'm sorry no no i'm happy <laughs> that you got you excited like wrestling. About it. I, this is yeah. like cool <laughs> from now on you're, you're i think the three of you are gonna have a spinoff podcast that i'm not gonna be part of <laughs> we'll invite you on every once in a while yeah from, from now on, you're yeah, probably someone who does knows about nothing about wrestling on to to, to react to this. <laughs> if Jordan also likes podcasts, uh, podcasts and wrestling, fun if, yeah, fun fact. If Obert ever can't make it, and we do a four, four person podcast with you, oh, me, God. Chris, and Jordan, we may never get through the beer reviews because we may, may just talk about wrestling the entire time. Oh man, real wrestling. wrestling. Let's go. That's a good name. There you go. You already have a name for your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was just quoting South Park. <laughs> it's real wrestling. So um, I will hand the mug off per tradition to Chris for his handle. I want to. I have so many handles. 
Everybody's talking about it. Mr. Handle 2021, they're talking about it. Raising the banners Not already. Not after that book um, I just reviewed. I mean, I think we're going to get a whole bunch of people to buy it now. There's a book? Oh, yeah. You did. Um, I'm going <laughs> to put over... I'm going to put... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to put over a video game because it's going to be a very heavy video game uh, few few months for me. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> um, but there's one that came out recently. It came out last Friday, I believe. Um that I was I was excited for and went out and picked it up and that is Mario Party Superstars. Um, so for those of you that don't know, they released a new Mario Party game for the Nintendo Switch and it's actually a tribute to some of the older Mario Party games. So um, the five there's five maps and they're all from Mario Party one, two, and three, I believe. I don't so think- so it's not the greatest game in the world. But it's a tribute to that remake. Maybe it's I haven't no, played it's it. Not, yet. It's not a. It's it's a re. It's it's a reimagination. I don't know how to reimagine. Not reinvented. It. It's not really. It's it's not. It's, it's a, like a collaboration. A combo. It's like a com. I don't know. I don't know how to explain inspired. It. No, I mean like they're just maps pulled from the old games, but <laughs> so remastered. But it's not. It's not a remaster of the games. It's like, a remastered revisit. combo. Yeah, it's like a revisiting the old games combo of the games because it's it, it, it encapsulates multiple games, but it's one Mario Party game. Anyways, um, it's very convoluted. It's I don't know how to say it. it. I didn't think that you guys were gonna get caught up on that part. To be honest, I was just quoting Tenacious D. To be honest, oh, <laughs> but <laughs> nobody picked up on it. I did not know. Um, but anywho, after that. Um, <clears throat> So it's got five maps from some of the older games that are reimagined, revisited, redone up or something. Uh, and then like every mini game that's ever been on any Mario Party game, um, I think. Don't quote me on that. But uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'll, lo- long story short, very long story short. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's the first Mario Party game I think I've played since Mario Party 3, uh, which was on the N64. So I have not played one since then. Um, and I don't know. I don't know why I wanted. I saw it and uh, it has online capabilities, which is pretty cool as a Twitch streamer with a Discord and all that stuff. Um, I've already played some games with uh, some of my some of my followers and my friends that I've made through through Twitch. So if you're uh, a, a fan of the Mario Party series, I recommend Mario Party Superstars. Um, and it's a good good way to get in touch with some folks that either friends at home or friends that you've made through Twitch streaming. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I don't know if I'd play it on stream. Probably not. doesn't seem like a good stream game. But uh, but it's a good, fun game. And Mrs. Beardad, or, damn it, Dana is... Um, <laughs> and Dana is uh, also addicted to it. And we're trying to teach CJ how to play, but he's very bad at minigames. <laughs> I, I wrecked that kid at video games. <laughs> <laughs> the mini games. <laughs> oh man! You gotta you gotta start my guess on a at a game you can learn on his own, like a single player game. Just like lock him in a room with like Super Mario Brothers for Bat- battle like, toads. eighteen hours straight. Like most, I so I this so here's 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 the thing that the kids change you right. I always said I'm never ever going to let my kids win at video games. I I let him win a, a mini game. I let him win one minigame. Now, granted, I won the entire game, so I think that's the more important thing. 
<laughs> but I did let him beat me in a mini game. Um, and he was so excited. But anyways, uh, yeah. Now you see why parents no, let their kids win at video it's, games. It's the 3D thing. It's the 3D. He doesn't get 3D. Up and down, left and right, he can do that. That's why I said start with Super Mario Brothers. I, Super Mario, yeah, I think that's a good that's a good call out. Super Mario Brothers, and um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't remember when I started playing video games. But so, Kibi, you're the other streamer here. What are your thoughts on all this? Um, so Mario Party is so fun until the end because you can be just crushing people and winning the stars. Yes, and then there's a stupid. Fucking, I'm sorry, but I'm going to swear about this. There's a stupid fucking ceremony where they're like, you know, Yoshi batted his eyelashes three times and looked extra cute. So star for Yoshi. It's like Yoshi's in last place. But like Yoshi also hit all the negative spaces and lost the most coins. So more stars for Yoshi. Round of applause. Also, Yoshi had the least amount of actual spaces moved. So Yoshi gets one more star. Then Yoshi fucking wins. And it's like the most dumb thing I've ever seen. And like, it's nothing's more infuriating in Mario Party than when you've done your all. You won every goddamn mini game. You don't get any fucking stars for that shit. Because that, that's not the one category that was rolled. The person that literally did the worst in the game gets the stars and they win the game. Yeah. I, I fucking so, agree. So it pisses so, me off. <laughs> I don't like Mario Party. See, you can you can you can see that Kiwi is a new age player because that is how the new stars work. Like but in the classic in like Mario Party's one, two, and three, those bonus stars were the event star, the minigame star, and the coin star. That was all they were. So like you it it basically just the rich get richer in that case you know if you were yeah good no the... i used to play oh, but okay. now it's bull it's yeah. absolute bull so now. maybe you like this because you can toggle it to make it so it's the old way. capitalism oh, you sold okay. me you've sold me let me let me get let me already be winning and then just like rub it in that's how <laughs> exactly. you do it you want to rub it in the wounds but they don't let you do that anymore i was like, they... I was like are you fucking kidding me the bowser the bowser star what the fuck's the bowser star like that's the point. The point's not to go on the Bowser spaces, but no, you get it because you got fifty-two Bowser fucking bars. Just because I'm notes. better at hitting A when <laughs> <laughs> to jump at the get the right number than you, I should be rewarded for that. Exactly. Oh, God, played, Mario Party used to make me so mad. We we played oh. it one night. Uh, we had we had uh, Nick over and we were playing it, and he ended up beating me all because of luck, a stupid fucking luck at the end, and I I wanted to I turned off the game. I was like, I, I like this bullshit. I dominated every fucking thing that we played, and I lost. <laughs> and yeah, so if this is if this is no longer an issue with this new game, I might have to get this one. Yeah. Now, what I used to do, and I my, my literally my my entire Twitch chat knows how I feel about Mario Party, and they know what I call it, but I call it the commie stars, where it's not it's not your stars, it's our stars. Everything is our stars. It's all equal. Everyone wins. You can steal stars from someone's hard-earned stars. You can steal them, which, like, you know, like, whatever. That's whatever. But then just that, like, little rub it in at the end, like, stupid award ceremony just, like, really makes me absolutely hate that game when I have demolished people in mini games and I don't win. That's where I really hate that game. It's it's everybody, you can't just... <laughs> it's everybody gets a trophy. You can't just... Goddamn millennials. Everyone gets a trophy. And then sometimes, like, the people that were just ass at the game win, and it's just infuriating. I hate that game. I did not yeah, realize I that this was going to be 
such a thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll still play it though because it's fun up until that point. Right. It's fun, and then you get there, and you're like, "What the? Like, what the hell is like? Oh, you had the most buddies award. What the fuck is that? Like, it's so dumb. Why do they get a star for that? It's so stupid. It's not gameplay. Well, speaking of video games, my handle this week <laughs> is also a video game. Thank you for passing me the mug, Chris. Is it also oh, yeah, Mario Party? Stop. Do we get to continue? I had our... to stop Kiwi before she was about to I was going to stay silent, but you asked me. That's all I have to say. I kept speaking, telling myself. Speaking of silent. Um, <laughs> it's literally the one game that is like Kiwi's fucking arch It absolutely <laughs> triggers me. Oh, okay. No, I, I post my handle a couple weeks ago was Slay the Spire. And Kiwi joined in on Discord and was like, oh, I love that game. It is, it is so much fun. Uh, I've kept playing. It's on my phone. I've put way too many hours into that game by now. But um, I've also started playing a very similar game in terms of the deck building mechanics, um, like the com- similar combat, roguelike deck building games. Um, I've been playing Monster Train. Kiwi, have you ever heard of this game? No, I have not. So I'm really it's, interested to hear. It's, it is a really interesting game. You are on a train and you control minions from hell that are keeping a shard of hell alive against the, your enemy angels from heaven who are coming to extinguish your, your hell shard. And it takes place it's similar to slay the spire where it's deck based but there's levels of your train where you have different combats on each level um and your round will go through each level it's it's the next complex evolution from slay the spire so it's like if you liked the game i recommended two weeks ago you've got pretty good at slay the spire check out uh check out this game because it's it's another level of deck building roguelike games and uh monster train is a lot of fun i've i don't i have more hours in slave the spire but i'm enjoying monster train on steam for sure um Obert, have Ted, you have you played hades before no you would like that i'm literally playing it right now actually i'm really enjoying it i was playing that right before i got on call with you guys it's it's fun I just it's wonder- kind of slay the spire-ish where you just you don't you don't stop you're always building up to the next level yeah, I, right. I just wonder if you might like that one even more. Like, it, I mean, it's not a handle, but it, it's um, oh, it might be in the future. Who well, yeah, knows? It, it might be we'll in the see future. If it's a good game, but it's it's considered like like all the accolades. It came out in 2020, or I think it came out in 2020. It's considered like like the like people are calling it like the best game that's come out in like the past like 20 years. Like, it just it's fantastic. And it's a no deck building. A, no deck building. Just it's a dungeon crawler roguelike game. Okay. So no decks, but you it's it is really fun. I, I literally just started playing it and I'm I'm having a blast. And I like say slay the spire, so there's a common denominator of some slight factor there. Yeah. But hates Mario Party. Hates Mario Party because I, of communism. I literally <laughs> was not gonna say anything about Mario Party. You guys asked me. I was sitting here holding my tongue so hard until you said something and I was like, You gave me you gave me the bike and I'm gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will wrap up this handle. There's a link to the the trailer for Mazda Train in the show notes. If you if you own Steam, click on the link, watch the trailer. Maybe it's a game for you. Maybe not. It's a whole way to find out. 
Um, and that's by watching a video that will do it my, way more justice than my handle will. So um, with that, Todd, what do you got for us? So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. I uh, would like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will thank Jenna for sending me beer in the mail, but I'm not going to thank this brewery. It's a very uh, heavy Jenna this, side. You're like, God, Jenna. Or, or this beer. So thank you, Jenna. I would like to thank Jenna and Big Lake Brewing for the Cotton Candy Haze. I'm going to thank Knee Deep Brewing for their Tanilla. Uh, I'm going to thank Three Heads for their Melon Head Sour Ale. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Please head over to Discord and join the conversation. As you heard, uh, Obert and Kiwi were talking about Slay the Spire on there this past week, or within the past week. It was past week, right? We're going to roll with it. Um, also, make sure you head over to Patreon and subscribe for as little as a dollar a month or 25 cents a week and get a, an extra episode uh, today. Or this week, you will get an, an episode uh, with both Obert and I uh, drinking two different beers. So go make sure you, you do that as a Patreon first. Um, also, make sure you head over to iTunes and rate us and re- give, leave us a review. And then make sure you tell everybody about this podcast because spreading the word is the best form of marketing. Also, please make sure that you head over and follow Kiwi. Kiwi, please plug everywhere people can find you. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on twitch.tv. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on TikTok. Sometimes Reddit posts as well, but they're not that exciting. But you can find me anywhere at Kiwi Kadota. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same handle. <laughs> and with that, my name's Ted. My name's Chris. I'm Obert. I'm Kiwi. And if you're drinking alone with friends, do it with strangers you met on the internet. Don't look yeah. back. Good people. <laughs> Everybody, the internet is safe and friendly. Super safe and friendly. That's what we say here. Every week. Meet them online. Also do it with friends. Also do it with friends. I I feel like like we can move from strangers to friends, though. Oh, yeah. I think so. It's only been seven months. It's only been seven months. Once you have a Mario Party blow up with people, I think you become friends. Once people see your true Mario Party feelings. Listen, I... I don't regret what I said. No, I don't regret it. I don't. No, stand by your words. Own it, girlfriend. I think you can have a a podcast Mario Party off. That would be fun. Oh my god. That would be so fun. There there has to be a point wagered for it, though. It has to. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, I think the whiteboard is in play. No, it's it's for a a star. It's for a star. No, you earn stars for the points. No, you you get a star on on the whiteboard. Oh, you get a star on the whiteboard. Yeah. Oh.